Hey, welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. My name is Connor. I'm a chef and media producer. I will be joined via f- uh, phone connection uh, with my co-producer, Darren Lafferty. Um, with, uh, with everything that's going on, we wanted to try and put together a podcast that's got some information out there for uh, small business owners and those who are in the food service industry. So we called as many people as we could um, as quickly as possible, and we're trying to produce these uh, podcast episodes as quickly as possible as well so that we can just get some information out there. Hopefully this helps those who are in the industry. Um, just as a personal note, everybody stay safe. If you need anything, don't hesitate to call, uh, text, or message uh, Cost of Goods Told. Um, I'm going to try and provide as much resources and as much info as possible uh, on the show notes. Um, But please just make sure that you're following the Facebook page and the Instagram page. That's usually where I I try and get as much information out as possible. So I'm going to shut up, and then we're just going to jump right into the conversations. Hey, guys, this is Darren from Cost of Goods Told. I want to do another quick quick interview over the phone with a restaurant, local restaurant, Mom and Pop Independent, uh, in the West Houston area. I'm joined now by Chris Nicholas of Just Greek. Chris, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Hey, um, thanks for your time. I know you're busy. I know you've been hustling and uh, running around trying to make heads and tails of this COVID-19 pandemic and keep your business open. So uh, thanks for giving me about 10 minutes. Thank you. Hey, for the listeners um, who don't know Just Greek, uh, you've been in business, I don't know, a year and a half? No, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Congratulations. You've been uh, Allison Cook's top 100 uh, two years in a row, 2018, 2019. Um, so, so for all intents and purposes, business has been pretty good, right, up to this point? Well, up, up until now, yeah, business has been going good. Um, we've got our good days now and our bad days. Um, and we're we're struggling to find niches to get people to come in and uh, buy food as family uh, deals. Yeah, you, I, I know that you guys before the COVID nineteen, you were primarily uh, dine in business. I mean, you did have a little bit of delivery business as well, but you were primarily dine in, correct? Correct. So since this has all come out, and you know, there's new guidelines about you know, uh, distancing from each other and, you know, safety rules, cleaning rules. How have you guys changed your business model or how are you, uh, I guess, how are you adjusting to the new business model of dealing with the public and keep your restaurant open? Well, with the cleaning rules, um, after being in, in food for over 30 years, uh, cleaning rules really haven't changed much because we were fanatics on cleaning to begin with. Uh, gloves are worn at all times during food prep, during serving, and during ha- handing food to people. Um, we've used a lot of uh, social media and close customer relations to get word out of people to trust us to come and get food for dinners to serve to families from four to eight people and trying to keep the cost down to make it affordable for people to purchase this. So it's, it's been a task trying to figure it all out. And these are, I mean, uh, 
creating different menu items, creating different pack sizes are all things you've had to do to sort of adjust, right, to this, this new way of right. doing business right now. Right. Did you from, did go ahead. Uh from four from four people to eight people. And okay. uh here in Texas I've realized people love their leftovers. So you have to make sure that whether it's four people or eight people, that there's at least one or two meals for the next day. Yeah, in my in my opinion, leftovers also equates to value. So, you know, if I buy a meal, and I, but I've got leftovers, I feel like I've gotten a good deal. And I think right now, especially with these times being so difficult uh, and people being laid off and people being uh, furloughed or people being working from home, every little bit helps, I think. So good job on trying to provide that to your customers. Thank you. What uh, you, you did some dine, you did some delivery, excuse me, you did some delivery before, but were you doing curbside pickup? Um, yes, we're, we do curbside pickup uh, right now as well. Uh, before, we were, weren't really uh, in need of curbside pickup because customers used to love to come in and, and shoot the breeze. Um, but now curbside pickup is, is a thing where uh, they isolate themselves in the car and pop the trunk open and you walk up with gloves on and drop it in their trunk and close the trunk lid. So really the transaction is all taking place over the phone, whereas before they, they come in and shoot the breeze and hang out a little bit, now they're calling in their order, you're gathering payment, um, and then you just drop it in the trunk and they're going. Right, right. And it's gotten a little on the more expensive side because now you're doing credit card transactions um, that – is a swipeless transaction you're keying in. So theoretically, it's costing you a few cents more a transaction as well. Because typically, when you swipe the credit card, it is one fee. But when you don't have a credit card and have to enter that in manually, it's a different fee. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, so the cost of doing business, the cost of doing business has gotten more expensive doing the carryout because now you also have to give a quality box to hold and maintain this food. So not not only are sales declining, but your cost has gone up to do business as well. Correct. Gotcha. Are are you seeing? Obviously, your sales have gone down. I, I don't I don't want to assume that because nobody wants their sales to go down. But are your sales down? Um, my sales are down. Uh, substantially for lunch um, because we are in the energy corridor so 99% of these offices um, are vacant at this point so I've lost I've lost about 60% lunch wise dinner wise after all the hustle and bustle I've raised dinners quite quite a bit uh, but it's still we see we see days that are great, and then we see days that we wonder why we even bothered opening the doors. So overall, you're at a net loss during this time. Um, at at for the most part, yes. Are you still if, able to keep all of your employees? Are they still uh, all coming in? They are still all coming in because we are an all fresh place, so there is a lot of prep work involved. 
but the hours, we have cut the hours substantially down to about 10 to 15 hours uh, per employee a, a, a week. Wow, okay. Well, what do you what do you guys intend to do um, for the long haul? What kind of changes are you making to withstand the loss in sales and uh, and just hope hope like hell and work as hard as you can to keep the lights on? Well, what we're what we're really keying in on are these family meals as well as producing our product that people can pick up raw and they could barbecue it at home or grill it at home as we say in Texas. So you're happy to cook it for them or you're happy to sell it to them in a kit that they can then take home and, and do themselves. Correct. Correct. And that's, that's kind of adding some, some sunshine to all the darkness. Is that right? Um, yes. It's showing a little bit of light. There is some promise to it. And are you but, go ahead. But there is there is a little bit of cost to it with the advertising on social media over it. Gotcha. So so if you you know, assuming that we all make it through this and assuming that your lights are on and I'm going to assume that they will be. Because I know you're a good businessman and I know you will hustle until you can't hustle anymore. What what will you take from this situation that you weren't doing before, whether it be curbside pickup, whether it be family meals, that is working that you may implement and keep for later? Um, I think I am going to keep the whole family uh, uh, family meals kits going um, and trying to recreate uh, – meals that are customer friendly at the same time that stick to our theme, but basically comfort food where they can come in, get it all at once, and walk out the door. I think if if everything goes well, we'll continue doing that and being a family, more family-oriented place. And it sounds like earlier you mentioned social media. There's a little cost to that. Have you increased your advertising on social media, or were you already doing that before? We were doing it before, but we have increased it. We had cut back on it a little bit, and now we've increased it uh, once again, which is really tough um, because it's getting the right times. Now the times that people are on social media are completely different times than what it used to be. Sure. Sure. So so getting into the key times is is a little confusing right now. That's a that's a really good segue into my, my final question for you, which is it sounds like there's a couple of things that you've done to help keep your employees engaged and coming to work, number one. And it sounds like you're paying your, your rent or paying at least some bills um, and that is the meal prep, uh, the, the meal offerings, right, for family meals, and also Correct. social media and increase. Is there anything else that you would recommend to other business owners uh, that would help them also be successful? Um, what I look at is 
you know, talking with your customer without without making it look like you're begging your customer to keep coming um, is one real key thing. They're in a hurry to get the hell out of there to begin with because of fears. Yep. Um, but keeping engaged, I maintain all my customers' phone numbers that order, and I make it a routine now to call every customer about an hour and a half after they've picked up their food to make sure that everything was there and everything tasted good. So customer um, follow-up. Follow yeah, yeah, direct with a direct phone call. You know, it's interesting because we are, we are in the service industry. And when I say that, it's become increasingly difficult to do so because now you don't have that face-to-face -face interaction or, or is not, not as much. So obviously right. a phone call, an email, a text is the next best thing we can do at this point in time. And I think that's a great idea. Right. And, that, and I, think, I think the phone call is a lot more personable if you have the phone number. Sure. Well, Chris Nicholas from Just Greek. West Houston, tell everybody where they can find you and tell everybody where they can uh, place an order. Well, we are at 11325 Katy Freeway um, in between Kirkwood and Wilcrest. Um, you can order online at our, at our website through Hunger Rush, pay by credit card through that. The menu is, it walks you completely through the menu, or you can give us a call and we can walk you through the menu, get your food ready, and then if you want curbside pickup, we'll walk it out as soon as you call us that you're here. Website is justgreek.com. And what's your phone number, Chris? Uh, website is uh, justgreekgrill.com. Justgreekgrill.com. Thank you. And phone and number? The phone number is 832-623. Six zero four eight. Chris Nicholas, thank you for joining us. Get to work, and uh, God bless you, my man. Hey, thanks for joining us. Everybody support local restaurants, and uh, check out Just Greek. Have a good day, man. You too, man. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye.